Welcome back, everybody. This is Podcast from a Car. Uh, this is Hans Hansen, Hans Christian Hansen, your friend. And today I'm going to talk uh, uh, basically on CBD, cannabidiol, cannabinoids. Um, and this is uh, a primer on them. And it's one of these things that's timely, necessary, and uh, probably very important. Okay, so this is the thing. I have been getting asked more than once daily, what about the CBD oils? Well, I don't know. What about them? And so um, I took the deep dive, and I got some product, checked it out. Um, I've given some away. Uh, I've had some folks try it for me. I haven't tried it, so I don't know. But this is this is what I can tell you about CBD and CBD oil as we know it. First of all, um, there's there's two real formulations in there. They're a little different. One is a tincture, and tincture means it's in alcohol as a base, and the oil speaks for itself as an oil. Um, so what is CBD? Well, CBD is not marijuana. CBD can come from that plant, but it can also come from the hemp plant. Hemp is a product that's been around forever, and throughout the world it's been cultivated for shoes, ropes, um, rugs, a a lot of things. And it's generally grown outside, and it's grown in great fields because it takes a lot of space and a lot of energy. They can pack it pretty tight, but it's not as elegant as a marijuana plant. Okay, so the MJ plant, it's uh, usually grown inside. It's, of course, um, illegal in many states. Some states it's not. And I'm going to let you investigate um, which state it's legal in. Of course, it's mostly Western, then there's Massachusetts and the like. But I'm going to focus on Colorado. Because in those states, if you are um, wanting a certain type of this CBD, it can be more tightly regulated and controlled. i got to tell you, CBD or cannabidiol or cannabinoids come from all over the world. Um, You get what you pay for. If you're paying 10 bucks and you're going down to your friendly Walmart, and it's from Asia, you don't know what's in it. And I'm going to get to that. CBD is um, important because it's part of what we are. It's real. Uh, we have receptors. Uh, we have cannabinoid receptors, CB1, CB2. There are others. We have many cannabinoids. And everybody equates uh, cannabinoids with THC and marijuana. Granted... You can have THC in uh, your preparation, but if it's sold properly, it's less than 0.3%. And the other thing is, uh, if you're drug tested, it may pop a drug test. It depends on what their cutoffs are, um, just so you know that. But then there's the CBD from the hemp plant, and the hemp plant uh, is THC-free. It's a genetic mutation or genetic uh um, development, uh, not necessarily mutation, but the hemp plant does not have THC in it. Uh, the, the hemp plant 
has uh, little flowers, as does the MJ plant. The MJ plant's flowers has the highest uh, concentration of cannabinoids, uh, as does the uh, 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 hemp and MJ plant. Sorry, I'm turning this thing off and on because cars are passing me and they look like, looking at me like I'm a nut. I'm holding a microphone here. Um, okay, so um, there's the endocannabinoid system. This was discovered in the 90s. Can you believe that? In the 90s. And it's only taught in a few medical schools. Um, despite the fact it's pretty ubiquitous. It's all over us. Central nervous systems. It's in end organs. It, it's everywhere. Now, it's important because the endocannabinoid system affects a lot of um, both positive and negative um, that we look for in disease states. In many disease states, anxiety, insomnia, memory, um, pain, uh, a lot of different uh, problems come out of the endocannabinoid system and a lot of good problems are solved by effectively um, recognizing the endocannabinoid system. So we're in big infancy with this stuff because the endocannabinoid system and cannabidiol, cannabidiol has been associated with marijuana. And because marijuana is still a Schedule One drug, According to the DEA, um, it, studies have been few and far between. You have to jump through hoops right and left to get a study going, hence expense. Um, and so, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pop off a lot of studies. I, I've looked at a few. Um, they're okay. Some are okay. Some are from obscure journals, and some look like they're from the type of journal that would come from. Uh, the um, industry. So, okay, what types? Well, there's the type that has THC and there's the type that doesn't. I think if you're going to be shipping across the United States or receiving from across the United States, you have to make sure that it's the right stuff from the right place with 0.3% or less of TH3. You have to be really careful about that. Um, so, hemp is really industrial and it, it and the marijuana plant is really not. Actually, a few percentage, it's not a high percentage, it's lower than I thought, it's somewhere around 20%, of people that approach the marijuana plant want marijuana to get high. Most people that approach cannabidiol want to treat something. They want to treat a disease state. And even uh, Alzheimer's, uh, Parkinson's, um, and we've all heard about seizures, uh, seems to modify seizures. And the FDA has approved a drug that uh, um, actually can be used in adjunct with other drugs to treat seizures. Now, we have to be careful with CBD because uh, this drug is metabolized. The drug is metabolized, which means if you're taking other medications, you have to be careful. The, it's not interfering with those medications. It's not competitive with those medications. And, in fact, uh, can live with those medications uh, 
not raising half-lives and not uh, increasing metabolism or decreasing metabolism, therefore um, changing the effectiveness of those drugs. Um, all right, extraction from the flower is very hard. It's a resin, and a resin is... Uh, on these flowers to really protect them, you know, from bugs and the like. And that's why it's there. But to get the type of purity and the type of CBD that you want uh, in the appropriate uh, concentrations and distribution, uh, you have to know what's in there. Most of these companies that sell this stuff, you don't know what you're getting. You might be getting pesticides particularly with hemp, you may be getting heavy metals because hemp has a pretty big root system. You don't know where it's grown. Uh, fertilizers, toxins, you, you don't know what's in there. And you don't know the concentration. And some of these foreign companies, uh, they'll put about anything in there, alcohol and other things, uh, oils and the like. like you know, there's, there's a paucity of studies and there's a paucity of uh, regard for what is in there now the farm bill may change that that's been written into law but hasn't been implemented because uh to understand how to enforce the farm bill uh we have to have um uh, different uh i guess systems in place so that uh, when we implement the farm bill and we can grow hemp outside of certain states where marijuana is legal, uh, we have to do it right. So don't look for that soon, okay? So what does it treat? Well, like I said, it treats a lot of things. But what most people use this um, compound for is anxiety. Uh, they, they use it probably for musculoskeletal pain, like fibromyalgia. Just think, if the endocannabinoid system was uh, incomplete or depleted and you have widespread pain, maybe the endocannabinoid system would help. Uh, There's also an important distinction between different types of cannabidiol. There's broad spectrum, uh, there's narrow spectrum or single. And I recommend um, from just what I've read, not personal recommend, it's not medical advice, that you read about it yourself. Most um, recommendations I read about were that uh, the single spectrum was probably a little riskier, potentially more toxic from where it came from, and the broad spectrum may be a little more effective. Now, this this drug's got to get metabolized. There's this uh, amantamide that... uh, is a euphorogenic component to your life. Um, CBD looks like it slows down the metabolize of uh, this drug, uh, Amanda. Amanda, I think, means... Um, what does it mean in Greek? I think it means pleasure or something like that. I could be off on that, but that's where that came from. And so CBD um, uh, uh, delays elimination of that um uh, compound i think (laughs) you know i i didn't see that science i read about the thoughts there and in fact that's uh the speculation of why it may work uh in fibromyalgia uh in pain i don't know about that all right so anyway um what's the dose okay (laughs) 
This is not scientific at all. It came from folks that sell it at head shops. Um, they believe that it should be really pretty safe, measured, and go slow. They're saying not the 50 to 1,000 uh, milligram per day. They stay start at you know eight to ten. Then next month uh, double it. Uh, I can't give any iota of advice on that. But they say go slow, and they sell it all day long. They say that it has up to an eighty percent response rate. Well, okay, pretty unscientific, but I don't have much else to tell you. Um, most of what I'm telling you is anecdotal. Most of it um, is going to evolve when we can get these studies going. All right, uh, I'm gonna wrap <clears throat> wrap this up by uh, I'm gonna wrap this up by saying uh, one or two things about animals. Uh, I feel a little sorry for the vets that a- animals may not have a choice. The owner may give an ailing animal CBD and. Although we do studies on animals with drugs, I can't tell you a thing about what's going to happen when you use uh, a potentially unmetered, uh, mislabeled drug on an animal. So, you know, love your animals, take good care of them, and just be careful. Now, that's podcasting a car. I better jump off. There's too many people around here. Okay. Take care.